thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. All right, hey everybody. I want to welcome you to today's edition of Bible News Radio. Yeah, I do. So, you hear the big news today, huh? Have you? Did you? Have you heard? All right, we're going to talk about it in a minute. <laughs> right here on Bible News Radio. Yeah, it is. All right, I'm going to go ahead and share this out on Twitter. And if you guys are watching on Facebook, I will share it out in just a second. So hold on a minute. Okay. So there's this media circus taking place right now in the media, like on Fox News and everywhere, with Brett Kavanaugh. And so today what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to just cut into Fox News' coverage and... We're going to cover, we're going to let you watch it live. That's what we're going to do, in part. Just so you know, people, you have been forewarned in advance. Yeah, you have. Well, actually, <laughs> have you? Uh, actually, let me let me go ahead and uh, share this out over on Facebook. Hold on a minute. I, gotta, I have to get over there because, you know, just saying. This is our two-person production of Bible News Radio. Yeah, it is. Bible News Radio is a production of Active Christian Media. Yeah, it is. You can go over to BibleNewsRadio.com and learn more about us. Yeah, you can. Alright, hold on a minute. Hey, Rachel. Alright, remember, sharing is caring. On all platforms. Alrighty, there we go. (laughs) I bet you guys are like going, wow, this is amazing, isn't it? I have to, (laughs) my phone is almost dead, so I have to, I have to do that. Alrighty. Yeah, hey. You know, one of the differences between live streaming and and not live streaming is you not get, you get to see the on air visibility of everything. Yeah. Well, all right. Okay. Hello people. All right. So, here's the deal. Uh I've had a very extremely busy day. I literally just got home not too long ago. I'm like, okay, Lord, I got to go do Bible News Radio. <sighs> what should I talk about? <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. Was that like the Wonder Woman yeah. wrist? 
you know, deflecting bullets. Yes. Yes, with my Fitbit and then my Social Power Summit Speakers Bracelet. All right. And also this one that says Inspire. Yeah, it is. Now, do you guys have a word to describe me? Hmm? Do you? You probably do. We all do. Anyway, uh... Uh, okay. Hey, Kim. Kim's here too. Okay, good. Hi, Kim. Kim is here. All right. Kim is a pillar of my community and she's also a Legal Shield member uh, and all that. So here's, here's, you know, my interesting day. Yeah. First of all, have you ever read the book Grover's Bad Awful Day? Have you? It's an old book. It's a classic, actually. And everybody should read it, in my opinion. Uh, but I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you the, how it ends. Because it's a classic. You've probably read it already. It's kind of like that book, I Love You Forever, I Love You For Always. That one. Everybody knows that, about that book. Sweet and lovable. Yeah, that's debatable to some people. But here, anyway, Grover's Bad Awful Day. <clears throat> so Grover, he goes through his day, and it's having, he's having a bad awful day. He has all these bad things happen to him. And at the very end of the book, <clears throat> he has an ice cream cone. And the ice cream falls off the cone. And what a horrible, rotten way to end the day, right? I mean, in fact, the other day, me and Randall, <laughs> true story. I got to tell you this, just so you know, I can relate to Grover, okay? Not my dog Grover, but the, the Grover and Grover's Bountiful Day. Anyway, so the other day, Randall and I went to Andy's Frozen Custard to get, like, some frozen custard, right? Because it's really good. And, and Mia, when you come here next month, or no, in November... We'll take you there. You and Kim will, will take you and will remind me to take you there. So anyway, it's super good, right? So we get home. I get, mine's in a cup like this big. Well, it wasn't that big. It was, you know, and it was a good size cup and there was no lid. So I get out and I'm doing all this stuff. I lean over and half of my custard literally falls on Randall's car on his hood, on the hood of his car. Yeah, all right. I know. You pay all that money for good frozen custard and half of it ends up on your husband's car on the on the hood. You're probably wondering, well, how did that happen? Well, first of all, it didn't have a lid. Second of all, I started to drop something. And um, anyway, long story short, you know, chocolate mint flavor with Oreo crust cookies custard on Bareface's car. Yeah, it's a horrible thing. But did it ruin my day? No, it didn't. Anyway, so the moral of the book, Grover's Bad Awful Day, <laughs> is that Grover's mom came to him afterwards. Because believe it or not, even Sesame Street characters have moms. Just saying. And, uh, and, and he came, came to, to Grover and, and said, you know what? Never let a bad day make you feel bad about yourself. Right, people? Now, we've all had bad days at points. But will that bad day make you feel bad about yourself? You know, Brett Kavanaugh is probably having a bad day today. And hopefully it doesn't make him feel bad about himself. Because he knows who he is, his integrity, and all that stuff, right? <clears throat> Just like Grover had a bad, awful day. All these bad things happened, but... He's still Grover. Everybody loves Grover, right? I mean, how could you not love Grover, right? In fact, fun fact, my dog named Grover is actually named after that Grover, in case you didn't know that. 
I've often thought if I dyed Grover blue, he would look like Grover. If you squint and pretend, if squint and pretend a little. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so. I mean, though his pink nose is close to the <laughs> red nose that Grover has. Yeah, well, only you would tune into Bible News Radio to hear the ending of a kid's story, wouldn't you, huh? Okay, well, anyway, so... I doubt that's why they tuned in. I don't they didn't know. know it was coming. Why so. do you guys tune in, hmm? Why? That's the question. That's what I want to know. How come? All right, anyway, and I should say hi to you guys. And I see Pat is here. Patricia, you're here. I have not seen you in what feels like forever. Thank you for coming in. And Dan is here, and Mia is here, and Mama Jean is here, and Diane, and Stephen, and Melanie, and... Somebody that looks like a sex bot is here. Thank you, sex bot, for showing up. We really totally appreciate you. Yeah, all you guys, like, you know, block comments and stuff. All right. And Aaron is over there. And uh, I think Kim was over here. Okay, anyway. All right, so here's the thing. Uh, if you're like me, which, well, most of you are not. You're not. Most of you are nothing like me. <laughs> to which I should say thank God. Hey, Anna's here, too. Hi, Anna. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so Brett, Brett Kavanaugh, he's under attack. And, of course, if you guys go over to the Drudge Report, which is the bastion of conservative politics website. By the way, did you know, fun fact about Matt Drudge, Drudge he's actually a homosexual, in case you didn't know that. And he actually uh, has never changed his website since the 90s uh, when he exposed Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. Um <laughs> And I remember this because I was on an anniversary trip with my husband. Anyway, so so the the Drudge Report has the following headlines. Full transcript, Christine opening statement, video. Uh, don't remember as much as would like. Nation is gripped. Ginsburg really turned on by hashtag me too. Angry Kavanaugh denies assault allegations. Chokes up while defending himself. My name and my family permanently destroyed. National disgrace. Revenge on behalf of the Clintons. If you saw my show earlier this week, you would understand that Kavanaugh was part of the Vince Foster cover-up. Remember that, people? Um, and Vince, Co Vince Foster was said to be, he committed suicide, supposedly. But some people think it was murder by the Clintons, by the Hillary Clintons and the Bill Clintons. I did not have sex with Monica Lewinsky. Clintons. The, the Arkansas crime syndicate. <sighs> so there's that. Which is more than just the two of them, but... New York Times, sorry for poll about forged credibility. Fundraising emails fly. Hatch, accuser attractive and a good witness. Murkowski, credible. The case for abandoning America tears itself apart. Trump, evil is at work. The latest. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> I wonder how other people are feeling if they... If they I mean, seriously, people, there's more in life than this whole Kavanaugh thing. But I know you want it, so we're going to talk about it. So anyway, so I actually just saw uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, who is a rhino, actually. That guy is a wimp. <laughs> He's a what? I mean... Tell us how you really Lindsey feel. Lindsey Graham is like a yellow-bellied fish. I mean, that guy is like a slime ball. And I, look... Hey, if, well, which is it? if if he happens to be your senator, bless your heart, and I mean that in the southern way, mm -hmm. not about you, but about having that mm -hmm. bozo represent you. That guy is no conservative at all. And yet, 
I just saw him get indignant. Yeah, he did. He was so indignant. Like, you could see the smoke coming out of his nose, like Puff the Magic Dragon and Pete, his friend. Uh, anyway, um, anyway, Lindsey Graham got, like, indignant. He, you know, hey, all you people, all you Republicans, you better vote for Kavanaugh, because if you don't, then you're basically a scoundrel, and you should take the R off your name, basically, is more or less what he said. Kind of. But anyway. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. So, and I was like, I was, I told Randall, I said, that guy actually has a little bit of my respect now, because he actually, I can't believe he actually stood up for somebody besides himself. Anyway. So, uh, Fox News is streaming this, so we thought we would stream some of it, and I'd like to get your commentary as we watch some of this. So, without further ado, everybody, let's turn it into live and watch what's going on in Washington, D.C. Right now, there's about 80,000 people watching on this stream in, uh, Fox, from Fox News, and so whenever you're ready, Bareface, let me know. Well, I'm showing just like a, like a splash screen. You are. This is the Kavanaugh Senate hearing, or Kavanaugh Senate hearing, and there's no actually video going on. Really? Really. I wonder if they just took a break. I think so. All right. Well, then in that case, you want me to back it up some? And... <laughs> yeah, I guess. Ah, uh, so so what do you know? See, Bible News Radio comes on, and they're all threatened by our coverage. Yeah, they are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think? I mean, I could cover some other news, but what do you guys currently think? Uh, I mean, we could read the comments. The comments are scrolling on by. Yeah, they're really moving. They're ripping, ripping all this. Oh, it said, okay, this session is in recess. We'll return at approximately 525 Eastern. Okay, so, well, guess what? Ten minutes from now. Uh, 425? Yeah. Oh, okay, so in about ten minutes. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, okay, tell you what, you could, you can't back it up, can you? Because if, if you could back up to the, like, maybe 15 minutes where you see like Lin Lindsey Graham. Like did, 15 minutes ago? Yeah, give or take. 20 minutes ago? No, it was probably, it was right before we got on, so maybe it was closer to 25 minutes ago. I can do that. All right, yeah, because if you guys didn't see Lindsey Graham get outraged, oh, man, you're in for a treat. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, how many of you guys, just out of curiosity, have actually seen... Uh, you know, actually seen anything going on. Like, did you see the woman testify? The the woman who's actually apparently been doing this before. She falsely testified in other things. You know, I mean, I don't have time to waste. You know, watching this stuff all day. I'm uh, so I didn't see it. Hey, thanks for following Bible News Radio. Hey, by the way, oh, you sh if uh if you don't follow Bible News Radio on Facebook, go ahead. And follow it. It's free. You can follow it for free. If you want to be on our text message list, then text the term Bible News to 33222. I learned this trick from Janet Parshall, by the way. Janet Parshall cracks me up, okay? Janet Parshall, I love her. I really do. Janet, is, Janet, if you're watching, and I know you're not, you'll never tune into my show, but all your fans that watch, just know how much you've influenced my life from the beginning for like 20 years I've known and appreciated your mentorship anyway but what Janet does is so funny here's the trick of radio not that this is radio because it's fake radio it's not even radio it's live streaming tv sorta anyway if you ever have a guest and something happens to your guest you know what you do you repeat the phone number a lot yep that's what she did all the time cracked me up 
I saw his statement in the start in the start of questioning until the break. Okay. I'm just killing time until Randall's ready. I'm ready. About 25 minutes ago, it looks like Mr. Whitehouse was speaking. Okay. I think he was oh. after Lindsey Graham. Is yeah. Mr. Whitehouse got gray hair? Yes. Okay. He was right after Lindsey Graham. So keep backing it up then. But yes. Get on my text message list. Text Bible News to 33222. Okay. Look at that bare face. Put it up. Somebody Long asked time me. time ago. Yeah. Somebody asked me today about my hair if i dyed it and you know and what my thing was for it you know, like how i do it and stuff just so you know this is all my natural color yep yeah it is this is what god's doing to my hair he's like i'm gonna paint her hair that color yep keep it brown and reddish over here get it white over here all right you ready yet i'm not seeing any lindsey graham really um uh, yeah i just saw him outraged mm-hmm. of course it's like four hours of well he it would it would be within the last 45 minutes hi antoinette joy thank you for coming in i appreciate it you guys rock ass because it's so gorgeous yeah, actually, they were telling me about how they, they've had gray hair since they were 16, and they dye it really super black, and they basically asked me what I do. <laughs> I said, I don't do anything. I used to, though. I used to weave my hair. Okay, the third. You see there it? There he is, yeah. Yes, Bearface found it. High five, Bearface. It's not his real name. Okay, there's Dick Durbin, and then... Looks like it comes in about there. Okay. Yeah, let's try it from about here. Okay, you guys. This is Lindsey Graham, I guess. We're I not guess. sure. We'll see. And then in a couple of minutes, we'll cut back to the live coverage. And then in a couple of minutes after that, I'll tell you about Ladies of Justice, which you guys will want to be a part of. All right. Okay. Ready? Roll that bean footage. Right. This is not brought to you by Bush's Baked Beans. Just so you know, I just stole that from their commercial because it okay. really stuck into my head. On the night of July the 9th, the day you were nominated to the Supreme Court by President Trump, Senator Schumer said, 23 minutes after your nomination, I will oppose Judge Kavanaugh's nomination with everything I have. I have a bipartisan, and I hope a bipartisan majority will do the same. The stakes are simply too high for anything less. If you weren't aware of it, you are now. Did you meet with Senator Dianne Feinstein on August 20th? I did meet with Senator Feinstein. Did you know that her staff had already recommended a lawyer to Dr. Ford? I did not know that. Did you know that her and her staff had this allegations for over 20 days? I did not know that at the time. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you want to do is destroy this guy's life Hold this seat open and hope you win in 2020. You've said that, not me. You've got nothing to apologize for. When you see Sotomayor and Kagan, tell them that Lindsay said hello, because I voted for them. I would never do to them what you've done to this guy. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics. And if you really wanted to know the truth, you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you've done to this guy. 
Are you a gang rapist? No. I cannot imagine what you and your family have gone through. Boy, y'all want power. God, I hope you never get it. I hope the American people can see through this sham. That you knew about it and you held it. You had no intention of protecting Dr. Ford. None. She's as much of a victim as you are. God, I hate to say it because these have been my friends. But let me tell you, when it comes to this, you're looking for a fair process. You came to the wrong town at the wrong time, my friend. Do you consider this a job interview? The advice and consent role is like a job interview. You consider that you've been through a job interview. I've been through a process of advice and consent under the Constitution. Would you say you've been through hell? I've been through uh, hell and then some. This is not a job interview. Yeah. This is hell. This, this, This is going to destroy the ability of good people to come forward because of this crap. Your high school yearbook. You have interacted with professional women all your life, not one accusation. You're supposed to be Bill Cosby when you're a junior and senior in high school. And all of a sudden, you got over it. It's been my understanding that if you drug women and rape them for two years in high school, you probably don't stop. Here's my understanding. If you lived a good life, people would recognize it like the American Bar Association has the gold standard. His integrity is absolutely unquestioned. He is the very circumspect in his personal conduct, harbors no biases or prejudices. He's entirely ethical, is a really decent person. He is warm, friendly, unassuming. He's the nicest person, the ABA. The one thing I can tell you you should be proud of, Ashley, You should be proud of this, that you raised a daughter who had the good character to pray for Dr. Ford. To my Republican colleagues, if you vote no, you're legitimizing the most despicable thing I have seen in my time in politics. You want this seat? I hope you never get it. I hope you're on the Supreme Court. That's exactly where you should be. And I hope that the American people will see through this charade. And I wish you well, and I intend to vote for you, and I hope everybody who's fair-minded will. Uh, Senator Whitehouse. Wow. See, did you see him tearing up? I'm totally tearing up, man. What a speech that was from Lindsey Graham, huh? All right, people. Uh, I, oh, yeah, of course he doesn't tell me. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> just so you know. I thought you just wanted to do Graham. I have no idea. Anyway, yeah, no, that's good. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham. So apparently they're going to be reconvening in like, what, a couple minutes. So we'll go um, ahead and, and yeah. we'll do that. What'd you guys think of that, huh? Momentarily. What'd you think, Bareface? I mean, that was the first time you saw it. Yeah, well, you know, I agree with him. It's obvious, you, you know, that, well, even before they knew who Trump was going to nominate for for the seat, you know, the the Dems, they knew they were going to pose them. They didn't want, you know, any, if, if they discover what brand of 
toothpaste Trump uses, they'll boycott it and stop using it if they're using it. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, and it's, you know, it's just been part and parcel of the two-party system we have, and especially more where this guy just completely unhinged. And there's just, it's just automatic gain saying that goes on that, you know, whatever it is, if, if I, I suspect that if Trump all of a sudden came out and said he was pro, um, homosexual and, uh, wanted, you know, you know, every cabinet member to be gay, then they'd all of a sudden be not gay. You know, they'd be anti-gay and anti, you know, just because, you know, Trump says it. So, so it doesn't surprise me that they already decided whatever nominee he was going to put up there that they were going to oppose him when, but, sure. but yeah, I agree. This, the, just the ridiculousness. Well, they did the same thing with, um, oh my goodness. Uh, judge Moore oh, yeah. when he, for, for a national seat, it was Senate, right? Even. Yeah. He wanted it, to re, re get. Yeah. Uh, was it governor? No. no, I think he ran for governor again. Okay. I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> we're so up on it, but Bible News Radio, yeah, that's what we are. <laughs> anyway, to the point of you know, uh, of course, you know, just just like the, just like the stuff we were you were uh, talking about in after the ball yesterday, you know, well several days ago, but brought out again. Well, let's pick people who are dead as our poster people because they can't. They can't defend themselves or say likewise. We can say Walt Bittman's gay. We can say that Alexander the Great was gay or whatever. They're not here to say otherwise, you know? So, so you know, rather than pick something recent for Judge Moore and Kavanaugh, too, here, where people could say, no, that's not true. I mean, people in recent men, let's go back 30, 40 years and invent something because who can say now, you know? Uh, there's, there's, there's nothing, you know, if it was, if it was recent, it, you know, we could see, we could point to social media or whatever and find corroborating evidence or non evidence, but you know, they go back and vent things. And with more, I don't know about Kavanaugh, you know, I don't know the particulars, but I know judge, uh, more this whole yearbook thing. Oh, yearbook. And here's this signature in a yearbook for some you know, teenager when he was an adult and that shows had a relationship because he signed her yearbook and he didn't sign it because the way they signed it, they put this DA on there. Right. It looks like it's back. Which, okay. Well, anyway, finish but your thought was, and then I got a thought. Anyway, was, it was just fabricated. You know, you know, they copied the signature off a document and that DA had nothing to do with district attorney. It wasn't even district attorney at the time. It was, I forget what it stood for, but just to say that he'd reviewed the document. He wouldn't put that, and he, he would never put that as part of his signature in a yearbook. But yet they, you know, grabbing for straws and trying to come up with some sort of, you know, to give some sort of legs to their specious allegations. Right. And so I, I don't doubt it's the same with Kavanaugh. You know, he's such a dirty, rotten, scoundrel, sex fiend. Let's get something from 30 or 40 years ago and... You know who to Let's watch, see if we can though? Get it to walk. This is, and this is the same thing with Judge Roy Moore, okay? Mm. And they, he's back here. We'll get, I just want to finish this thought, then we'll have Randall cut to this. Mm. Here's the thing the wife, okay? When the wife 
of the accused stands by the accused who's been accused of raping somebody or gang rape. That tells you something about the wife if he's guilty. Okay? Now, let's just be honest, people. We all know Hillary Clinton has a pervert and a rapist for a husband named Bill Clinton. (gasps) Okay? Now, think about it. Okay? I just want you to think about this. Hillary Clinton is the epitome of a woman who hates her husband. All right? And for good reason. The guy's a scumbag. He's charming, but he's a scumbag and he's a rapist. He's been proven guilty. He was completely impeached, but of course, our government was too wimpy to actually throw him out on his butt. Point being that if a, a wife is bitter and angry and cannot trust her money, her, her husband, because he is sexually inappropriate and deviant, you have a Hillary Clinton. That's what you have. Judge Kavanaugh's wife stood by him in a recent interview on Fox News and is not bitter at all and actually supports him. And I believe they've been married like 17 years. Okay. Let's just move this to me and bareface. If, for some strange unknown reason, Randall ever ran for office and he was accused of gang rape of some woman that he knew in high school or whatever, I would stand by him wholeheartedly, knowing him almost 30 years now, over half of my life, and I would be like, I don't know what the hell that person's talking about because this is my husband who I've known for 30 years and... You know, I I would be the first one to jump to his defense or I would have left his butt years right. ago. So, I mean, just forget the bread and circus from all the other people. Look at the actual wife of both people. I'm talking here. Look at Brett and Kavanaugh's wife. Look at Hillary Clinton and how, how her and Bill are getting, getting along so great. And it's just my opinion for what it's worth. But anyway, okay, let's go go ahead. Looks like who is it now that's speaking? I can't read his name. Oh, Senator Hatch. Looks like Senator Hatch is now speaking to Brett Kavanaugh. So go ahead and uh, cut to that. I think that would be good. All right. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. This is worse than Clarence Thomas. I didn't think it could get any worse than that. This is a national disgrace, the way you're being treated. And in the middle of it all, we have Judge Kavanaugh, a man who until two weeks ago was a uh, pillar of the legal community. There's been no whisper of misconduct by him in the time he's been a judge. What we have are uncorroborated, unsubstantiated claims from his teenage years. Claims that every alleged eyewitness has either denied or failed to corroborate. I do not mean to minimize the seriousness of the claims. Yeah, they've been serious claims, but The search for truth has to involve more than bare assertions. Like Dr. Ford, Judge Kavanaugh deserves fair treatment. He was an immature high schooler. So were we all. That he wrote or said stupid things sometimes does not make him a sexual predator. I understand the desire of my colleagues to tear down this man at any cost. I do understand it. But let's at least be fair and look at the facts or the absence thereof. Guilt by association is wrong. Immaturity does not equal criminality. The Judge Kavanaugh drank in high school or college does not make him guilty of every terrible thing that he's recently been accused of. A lifetime of respect and equal treatment ought to mean something. 
when assessing allegations that are flatly inconsistent with the course of a person's entire adult life. With those comments, Judge, I'd just like to ask you a few questions, if I can, about how, and if you can be short in your answers, it'd help me get through a bunch of them, about how this process has unfolded. When did you first learn of Dr. Ford's allegations against you? Uh, it was a week ago Sunday, one Washington Post story. Isn't that amazing? Did the ranking member raise these allegations in your one-on-one -on -one meeting with her last month? She did not. Did the ranking member raise them at your public hearing earlier this month? No. Did the ranking member raise them at the closed session that followed the public hearing? She was not there. Did the ranking member or any of her colleagues raise them in the 1,300 written questions that were submitted to you following the hearing? No. When was the first time that the ranking member or her staff asked you about these allegations? Uh, today. When did you first hear of Ms. Ramirez's allegations against you? Uh, in the last, in the period since then, in the New Yorker story. Did the ranking member or any of her colleagues or any of their staffs ask you about Ms. Ramirez's allegations before they were leaked to the press? No. When was the first time that the ranking member or any of her colleagues or any of their staff asked you about Ms. Ramirez's allegations? Today. I think it's a disgrace between... Senator Coons. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, Judge Kavanaugh, um, today's hearing is about Dr. Ford's uh, serious allegations about sexual assault. Uh, you have unequivocally uh, denied those claims, uh, but we're here today to assess um, her credibility and yours. Uh, and in our uh, previous vigorous exchanges and the uh, previous confirmation hearing rounds, uh, I, I found that your answers um, at times vigorously defended, but at other times um, struck me as evasive or not credible on key issues. And it's against that backdrop that I'm seeking to assess your credibility today. Um, you said in your opening that rule of law means taking allegations seriously, um, and I agree with that. It brings me no joy to question you on these topics today, but I do think they're serious, and I think they are so worthy of our Mr. attention. So this is Mr. Coons, for those of you um, watching the podcast. So let me, the, if I can, uh, return to a line of questioning uh, my colleague was on before, um, which was about whether you've ever gotten aggressive while drinking or forgotten an evening um, after drinking. Those are two different questions. Uh, I've already answered the second one as the first. Uh, I think the answer to that is basically no. I don't know really what you mean by that. Like, what, what are you talking about? Well, uh, the, the I reason I, mean, I... I... I don't mean it that way, but uh, no is the basic answer unless you're talking about something where that I, I'm not aware of that you're going to ask about. The, the reason I'm asking, um, we've had a very brief period of time to weigh outside evidence, and uh, I'll join my colleagues in saying... Uh, I wish we had more evidence in front of us today to weigh. Um, do you remember Liz Swisher, a college classmate of yours from Yale? Uh, first on your point about the outside evidence, uh, you know, all four witnesses Well, said, let me focus. I'm trying to get this question. I know, but you made, a, you made a point, and I just want to emphasize. All four witnesses who are allegedly at the event have said it didn't happen, including... 
Dr. Ford's longtime friend, Ms. Kaiser, right. who said if she's Mark never Judge, If Mark Judge were in front of us today to question, we'd be able to assess his credibility. But Let me just get through this through if I can, Your Honor. You, but, uh, Liz Swisher is a college classmate. She's now a medical doctor. Um, and I'm quoting uh, from a recent interview she gave. Um, she said um, Brett Kavanaugh um, drank more than a lot of people. He'd end up slurring his words, stumbling. It's not credible for him to say he's had no memory lapses in the nights he drank to excess. I know because I drank with him. Um, how should we assess that? She then goes her? on, if you, if you kept reading, and says she actually can't point to any specific instance like that. Um, the quote that jumped out at me was, Brett was a sloppy drunk, and I know because I drank with him. Um, there's also I don't think that I, don't, I, I do not think that's a fair characterization. Um, and Chris Dudley's quoted in that article. And I would refer you to what Chris Dudley said. I spent more time with Chris Dudley in college than just about anyone. And I'd refer you to what he said. In other reporting, as I'm sure you know, a college classmate described you as relatively shy, but said that when you drank, you could be aggressive or even belligerent. And your roommate, as I think you discussed with Senator Klobuchar, said yeah. you were frequently drunk. Yeah, and, that, and that roommate, that was freshman year roommate. Yes. And there was contention between him and the third person. There were three of us in a small room. And you should look at what I said in the redacted portion of the, tr of the transcript about him. And you should assess his credibility with that in mind. Um, put yourself in our shoes for a moment, if you would, Judge. And I know that's asking a lot of you in this setting. Um, but suppose you'd gone through a process um, to select someone for an incredibly important job in a position. You had a lot of qualified candidates. And as you're finishing the hiring process, you learn of a credible allegation that, if true, would be disqualifying. Um, wouldn't you either take a step back and conduct a thorough investigation um, or move to a different candidate? And why not agree to a one-week pause to allow the FBI to investigate all these allegations and allow you an opportunity a week from now to have the, the folks present in front of us for us to assess their credibility? The FBI? And for us to either really? Clear Can we your trust name the FBI? Really? Or resolve these allegations by moving to a different Seriously? nominee. All four witnesses who are alleged to be at the event said it didn't happen, including oh. Dr. Ford's longtime friend, Ms. Kaiser, who said that she didn't know me and that she does not recall ever being at a party with me with or without Dr. Ford. What I've struggled with, Judge Kavanaugh, is the absence of a fair federal law enforcement-driven nonpartisan process to question the various people <clears throat> who I think are critical to this, my concern, should you move forward, is what it will do um, to the credibility of the court uh, and how that may well hang over um, your service. I understand Look, your concern Senator, yeah, about this. Senator, my, my reputation I wish you would join us in calling for an FBI investigation for one week when to you clear or confirm some of these when allegations. When you say a week delay, do you know how long the last 10 days have been for they us? Were probably an eternity. But yeah. in the Judge Thomas conference. Okay, I just got to say something here. Okay, so you got this guy who's, who's asking to delay this for another week. For what? So that they can go up and bring up other fake accusers? Really? I mean, what would you do if you were Brett? Yeah, he's just talking about the last 10 days. Seriously. Uh, by the way, this is why people hate lawyers. Just so you know, this, watching this, this is exactly why people hate lawyers, which by the way, most judges are lawyers because duh, hello, they're, you know, they're lawyers, but, but, uh, yeah, he is a scumbag. I agree, Kim. <laughs>
and, and wait, by the way, I just want to say hi to uh, uh, somebody here. Kristen uh, says, I always love you guys. Aw. That warms the cockles of my heart, just so you know. I'm not quite sure where the cockles of my heart are located, but it warms them. <laughs> Randall, do you want to say something? Oh, yeah, wait. I, gonna... I should turn on your... I should turn up your mic again. There you go. I was going to immortalize that uh, comment on the screen there in the video. Which one? I always love you guys, Kristen. Oh, yeah. Was... Yeah, make sure somebody sees that, because not everybody <laughs> does. All right, but... Uh... <laughs> Somebody loves us. No, I'm just kidding. You know, on on the surface, it sounds good. Yeah, there are some, he calls them credible. It's kind of hypocritical to say, it's, say they're, they're credible allegations. We need to investigate them, find out whether they are credible. They're not, they're just allegations. If you want to investigate them, find out they're credible, you can't call them credible. Credible means, you know, they have something of which to, you know, rely upon or some truth say an investigation to see if they're true but he's calling them credible he's making a he's making a he's judging the outcome before there's an investigation to investigate these credible allegations he didn't say allegations he says credible allegations anyway but yeah just and so but other than that and on the surface you know it sounds well and good some some allegations some accusations come forth you know, this is an important job in the Supreme Court. We should investigate them. But the fact that for some, they're from, you know, 30 years ago or whatever, and and the the uh, minority party has had a, a um, you know, have had many meetings with him, never brought them up. You know, these holding the holding their back pocket until today when they get to broadcast them and... <laughs> You know, if they're really concerned, if they were really concerned that he may not be fit for the position, there was plenty of opportunity to bring it up before, you know, if there was some job candidate and I knew I was part of that interview process and before that interview came, I knew I would be speaking to my colleagues and saying, hey, I don't think we should even have this person for an interview because of these allegations and whatever. But, you know, just to save them you know, for the grand reveal, you know, yeah. with the advice and consent hearing, you know, it's, it's all about grandstanding and yeah. putting, you know, putting as much doubt as you can into as many people as you can all at once. Okay. Because this is a sponsored show, you guys, we do have to thank our sponsor. Okay. And then we're going to get back to the, to the Chronicles, the Kavanaugh Chronicles. Uh, I stole that title from Vicky, just so you know. Don't hate me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Ariel Ministries is our main sponsor. If you go to ariel.org, you can save 20% when you use the coupon code. Why am I why am I hearing myself echo? That's weird. Anyway, you can save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News. I can't hear you through your microphone. Maybe that's, maybe there's... Did you turn it all the way down? Number one? No, it's turned all the way up. Maybe there's a short... Is there Some. a short in my cord? I think so, because I'm just picking you up in my microphone. Really? Maybe that's it. Okay. See, we need new equipment, people. It's a... a Replace the cord. All right. Why? Testing. One, two, three. I mean, that's... Hello? Can you hear me now? (laughs) (laughs) No. My mic is broke. (laughs) It seems to be working a little bit, but... That's weird. I don't know why. Hey. Well, anyway, Bible News. You guys go there. Use the coupon code. Bible News. I don't know why this. It was working earlier. All right, turn mine down all the way. All right.
right, I'm going to turn yours down. Testing, one, two, three. Can you hear me now, people? Wait, you know what? Maybe it's our mixer board. Maybe that's it. Testing. Can you guys, it sounds fine to you guys, huh? <laughs> well, in my headset, it doesn't, it actually doesn't sound good. Wait, hold on. Turn the stuff to the, uh, there we go. No? Yeah. Testing. Okay, I can hear it now. I can't hear it. No. That's weird. Okay, well, whatever. Anyway. Okay, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Ariel Ministries. Okay, you guys got to support our sponsor. Okay, you, you just have to. All right, also, uh, Ladies of Justice by Legal Shield. Okay, this is a new thing that they're doing. And if you're a woman who wants justice in the world, you, you want to become a member of this. Okay, just so you know. Uh, so, I am going to be doing, I'm going to think about, I can't do it tonight. Sometime this weekend, if you're on my text message list, I'm going to do a special presentation of Ladies of Justice for you. And so, if you're interested in joining, you can come and sit in on a meeting with me sometime this weekend. <laughs> I'll, I'll text it to my text message list, so get on that list, okay? All right. Uh, and also, don't forget, you can download our free Bible study uh, this month it's called the rapture of the church. So it's, you only got a couple more days to download that. Go over to our website, biblenewsradio.com. And if you want to donate to the show, donate towards our prophecy watchers convention, uh, conference, help pay for that to help us, you know, so that we don't starve during the trip. Then you can also donate over there at biblenewsradio.com. Okay. Just go over there, hook up your PayPal, become a monthly donor. A number of you guys are, I appreciate that. Also, just have to tell you that there's got some nice comments here. I'm going to read a couple because I can because we don't see these every day. So Mama Gina says, we we're all love you. And then Antoinette Joy says, you're right, the harps rock. Aw, isn't that nice? Let's see, you guys love us. And we love you. Yeah, we do. Okay. All right, did I, did I do all my sponsor stuff? Let's see, we've got Ariel, Prophecy Watchers, Legal Shield, Pillars, Rapture of the church. Check, 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 and check. Okay, let's go back to the Kavanaugh hearings and see what else we can listen to for the next couple of minutes when you're ready. For us, every day. It's a four-day delay. Every day. It's been a lifetime. And, and you know, yeah, and, and it's been investigated, and all four witnesses say it didn't happen. And they've set it under penalty of felony. And I've produced <coughs> my calendars, which show, uh, you know, a lot. That's, a very, that's important evidence. And you act like, I mean, every, ten, the last 10 days, I asked for a hearing the day after the allegation. Uh, before I call on Senator Lee, I want to emphasize something here. That uh, talking about doing something without enough time. We had 45 days between July 30th and September the 13th, I believe it is, when we could have been investigating this. And in regard to this candidate, if you take the average of 65 to 70 days between the time that, that a person is announced by the president and the Senate votes on it, is about 65 to 70 days. And here we are at about 85 to 90 days. So there's plenty of time put in on this nomination. 
Senator Lee, oh no, wait a minute, I got one other thing I want to do. <laughs> Everybody else has been putting letters in the, in the record. I have a letter here from 65 women who knew Judge Kavanaugh between the years 79 and 83, the years he attended Georgetown Prep High School. These women wrote to the committee because they know Judge Kavanaugh and they know that the allegations raised by Dr. Ford are completely, totally inconsistent with his character. These 65 women know him through social events and church. Many have remained close friends with him. Here's what they say, uh, partly quoting the letter. Quote, through the more than 35 years we've known him, Brett has stood out for his friendship, character, and integrity. He has always treated women with decency and respect. That was true in high school, and it remains true to this day. In closing, they wrote, Judge Kavanaugh, quote, has always been a good person. So without objection, I put it in the record, Senator Lee. Judge Kavanaugh, you've been cooperative at every stage of this investigation, both your background investigation and the investigation conducted by this committee. Is that correct? That's correct, sir. It's also correct that you yourself do not control the FBI or when it conducts an investigation. You are a nominee. You're not tasked with the job of deciding who, when, whether, or how conducts an investigation. That, that's correct. But at every moment when either we or, or, or prior to the committee taking jurisdiction over it, the FBI has asked you questions, you've been attentive and you've been responsive. Isn't that right? That's correct. Throughout my career. I have colleagues today who have repeatedly asked for an FBI investigation. And there are some ironies in this, ironies that, that uh, ascend at least two levels. In the first place, at least one of my colleagues, at least one of them, so this had is access Mr. to this information many, talking. many weeks before anyone else did, had the ability, and I believe the moral duty and obligation, to report those facts to the FBI, at which point they could have and would have been investigated by the FBI. And that could have been handled in such a way that didn't turn this into a circus, one that has turned your life upside down and that of your family and the life of Dr. Ford and her family upside down. I consider this most unfortunate, given that this was entirely within the control of at least one of my Democratic colleagues to do this. The second level Actually, of irony no, it's here not. <laughs> is that while calling repeatedly for an investigation by the FBI, an investigation over which you have no ability to control, by the way, an investigation you have no authority to call for, while calling for an investigation, we're in the middle of a conversation that involves questions to you. And so I ask my Democratic colleagues, if you have questions for Judge Kavanaugh, ask him. He's right here. If that's really what you want is the truth, ask him questions right now. If you have questions of other witnesses, then for the love of all that is sacred and holy, participate in the committee investigations that have been going on as you have not been participating with the committee staff investigating the outside witnesses. If someone really were interested in the truth, this is what they would do. They would participate in the investigation and when we have a committee investigation, a committee hearing with live witnesses, they would talk about that rather than something else they wish they were having in front of them. If what they want is a search for the truth, then now is their choice. If, on the other hand, what they want to do is delay this until after the election, which at least one of my colleagues on the Democratic side has acknowledged, then that might be what they would do. Finally, I want to point out that there is significant precedent from our former chairman of this committee, Chairman Joe Biden. During the Clarence Thomas hearings nearly three decades ago, 
Chairman Biden made some interesting observations about FBI reports and their role in this process. Here's what he said, quote, the next person who refers to an FBI report as being worth anything obviously doesn't understand anything. The FBI explicitly does not, in this or any other case, reach a conclusion, period, period. Those are his dual periods, not mine. I continue the quote. The reason why we cannot rely on the FBI report, you would not like it if we did, because it is inconclusive. So when people wave an FBI report before you, understand they do not. They do not. They do not reach conclusions. They do not make, as my friend points out more accurately, they do not make recommendations. In other words, the role of the FBI is to flag issues. Those issues have been flagged. Sadly, in this case, they were flagged not as they should have been, not in the timing in which they should have been. And therefore, they couldn't have been addressed in, in the manner that would have preserved a lot more dignity for you, for your family, and for Dr. Ford and her family. They were instead held out until the final moment. I consider that most unfortunate. And for that, on behalf of this committee, I extend to you my most profound sympathies and my most profound sympathies to Dr. Ford and her family as well. Mr. Chairman, uh, since we don't have enough slots for everyone, can I have the last minute of Senator Lee so that Senator Kennedy can be recognized? Judge, um, we did 38 hours in public with you. Did we have any private hearings with you? Uh, yes. Uh, was that a fun time for you when people, when senators could ask questions that are awkward or uncomfortable about potential alcoholism, potential gambling addiction, credit card debt, uh, if your buddies floated you money to buy baseball tickets? Did you enjoy that time we spent in here late one night? Uh, I'm ha always happy to cooperate with the committee. <laughs> That's charitable. Um, <laughs> were you ever asked about any sexual allegations when we had that time in here with you alone? No. Did the ranking member already have these allegations for, I guess this would have been September 6 or 7, and the letter was written on July 30th? A, uh, a recommendation was made by the ranking member or her staff to uh, Dr. Ford, and by the way, I think Dr. Ford is a victim, and I think she's been through hell, and I'm very sympathetic to her. Um, but did the ranking member's staff, did we hear today, make a recommendation to hire a lawyer, and she knew all of that? And yet we had a hearing here with you, and none of these things were asked. But then once the process was closed, once the FBI investigation was closed, once we were done meeting in public and in private, then this was sprung on you. I just want to make sure I have the, the dates correct, right? Because we got 35 plus days from all the time that this evidence was in the hands. Recommendations were made to an outside lawyer. You could have handled all this. We could have had this conversation in private in a way that didn't not only do crap to his family, but do all. I yield my time. <laughs> he said crap. Trying to see if he could do math about 35 days. That was a little bit of a question. Thank you. Thanks, Mr. Chairman. Uh, good afternoon, Judge Kavanaugh. Uh, as a federal judge, you're aware of the jury instruction, falsus in, in unibus, falsus in omnibus, are you not? You're aware of that jury instruction? Yeah, I, I am. You know what it means? You can translate it for me, Senator. You can do it better than I can. False in one thing, false in everything, meaning in jury instructions that... Okay, this we, is Blumenthal. Some of us as prosecutors have heard many times is told a jury that they can disbelieve 
a witness if they find him to be false in one thing. So the core of why we're here today really is credibility. Uh, let me talk. The core of why we're here is an allegation for which the four witnesses present have all said it didn't happen. Let me ask you about Renata Dolphin, who lives in Connecticut. She thought these yearbook statements were, quote, horrible, hurtful, and simply untrue, end quote, because Renata alumni clearly implied some boast of sexual conquest. And that's the reason that you apologized to her, correct? What? Uh, that's false, speaking uh, about the, the yearbook. And she, she said she and I never had any sexual interaction. So your, but, question, your question is false, and I've uh, addressed that in the opening statement. And so your question is based on a false yeah, what's, premise. Yeah, what was this preoccupation really with yearbooks as evidence? I don't know why you're bringing this up, frankly. Doing great harm to her by even bringing her name up here is really unfortunate. Well, calling someone an alumnus in that way, well, implying was what you're implying about by a number of your football friends at the time as boasting of sexual conflict—that's the reason that I'm bringing it up. And yeah, no, it's false. You're implying that. Look what you're bringing up right now about her. Look what you're Mr. doing, Chairman. I ask that these Don't interruptions not up. be subtracted from my time. Yeah, ask your question and then. Let She's a great person. She's always been a great person. We never had any sexual interaction. By bringing this up, you're just just dragging her through the mud. It's just unnecessary. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, you've made reference, Judge, to a sworn statement, I believe, by... All right, people. I don't know why I can't hear myself through my own mic, but hello. Can hear you fine. Okay, good. I'm glad. Hi, Inside Kim's World. Thank you for coming. So, um, <clears throat> okay, so our show is almost over, but uh, that was just a little bit of taste of the bread and circus, unfortunately. And, um, you know, it comes back to an old saying I've heard many times, uh, and that is a couple of things. Number one, treat one another the way you want to be treated. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Um, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Just another way to say the same thing. Um, you know, what, what is the Christian response, right? I mean, this is Bible News Radio. Let's end on that point. What should the Christian response be? Well, Isaiah 520 says, Good is called evil and evil is called good. Bitter is called sweet. Sweet is called bitter. And there are other proverbs that actually talk about when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. When the wicked rule, the people groan. Uh, here, Kavanaugh is being put up to, to be one of the judges on the Supreme Court of the United States of America, which is unfortunately deemed the most, uh, the most powerful court in the land. <clears throat> and as we know from certain rulings like Roe v. Wade, Lawrence v. Texas, and the, the ruling that said gay marriage is you know legitimate in our country, uh, that was all handed down. Because there were people who were not biblical in those positions ruling on things against God's, God's design, right? Uh, Judge Kavanaugh is certainly a better candidate than anybody Hillary Clinton would have put up. That's for sure. And 
probably in the next couple of years as Donald Trump continues to be our president, and he'll probably win again, just so you know. The economy's doing really good, uh, and there's a lot of people that like Donald Trump. And even though, you know, he's a little brash, so what? Who cares? He's the same guy he was years ago. And whatever. You love him, you hate him, whatever. Doesn't matter. The biblical response for us as believers is that we need to be praying. And not just saying we're praying, but actually do it. Because if it was you in that chair, do you think you would have withheld those attacks? This, to me, when you take all of the bread and circus away from it, what it really is, is spiritual warfare right in front of your face. It really is. Because the accuser of the brethren will do whatever he can to accuse you and me. And he does it before the Father both day and night because we stand for what's good. Right? And that's the truth. That is the truth. You know, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And you cannot tell me. That the devil ain't in those these details when it comes to this stuff. I mean, seriously, no person, in my opinion, I don't even care. Hillary Clinton, if she was running for the Supreme Court, frankly, I don't think that she should have to go through the crap that all these other people have been going through. I mean, true story. It's it's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. So the biblical response is to pray for those who despitefully use you and bless those who curse you, and to pray for those who persecute you. I mean, it really is. And the only way that you can really do that, you guys, is if you have the genuine love of God in you, if you have the Holy Spirit residing within you, and you're following Christ the way that he has told you to. to pick up your cross daily to follow him, to follow Jesus. And you know what? I just have to say one thing, and some of you are not going to like what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway because I can. <laughs> you can shut me off right now so you don't hear it. But I get sick and tired of all this I-centered Christianity. It drives me crazy. People, I am so-and-so in Christ. I am this, I am that, I am that, blah, 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 etc., blah, blah, blah. That is a byproduct of the most important thing about Christianity, which is Christ. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the Redeemer of all mankind. Jesus is the one that died in your spot so that you don't have to spend eternity away from him. Jesus is the one we need to be lifting up, not ourselves. And that brand of Christianity, frankly, doesn't get you anywhere. The, the brand where it's all about you all the time, okay? I'm just saying, <laughs> and I know that that steps on some toes, but it drives me crazy because you know, if you think uh, self-centered Christianity is what Christianity is all about, it's not. That's not what Christianity is about. Christianity is about Jesus. It's about Christ and what he did. You know, Paul said, do you think Paul the Apostle walked around and said, hey, he, he, he quoted his five I am statements of the day? I don't think so. I think Paul <laughs> said for me to live you know, and, and to, you know, I, you know, who is the, you know, for me to live as Christ, to die is gain. He walked around and did that. And, and yes, I understand the Bible says of who we are in Christ. That is something I, I, I get that. I'm not saying that, that we're not. But what I am saying is it's like 80 to 20 and we need to flip that and put more emphasis on who Christ is in us than who we are in Christ. We are hidden in Christ. I mean, that's the, that's the fact, right? 
So the power that we have residing within us is him. It's not us. You know, making these declarations has nothing to do with us and how great we are because we're not. The, the Bible says in Jeremiah 17, 9, that our heart is deceitfully a wicked above all else who can know it, you know. And Jeremiah, when he's, he's a weeping prophet for a reason. He knows what he was. Isaiah, me and Randall are reading through Isaiah right now in our Bible study time, or I guess Bible reading time. And, you know, Isaiah, who was, uh, you know, considered a holy prophet of the day, you know, when he saw the Lord high and lifted up, got his eyes off who he was, he saw the Lord high and lifted up. He said, oh, my gosh, I am a man of unclean lips. And remember, the angel came and took the hot coal toward his lips, you know, and then Isaiah went and he did his call. He fulfilled. He walked in his call. All that to say, look, guys, our call as believers is that we can't be blending in with the world, okay? We got to stand up. We got to be bold. And we have to go with God because we know without doubt he loves us. And we're, we're pointing people to Christ, who is, the, who is the answer. We're not the answer, you guys. I'm certainly not the answer, <laughs> except to Randall's prayers for a wife. That I am. <laughs> but other than that, you know, just saying, uh, yeah, except salvation is not received from works. That's exactly right. It's not. You know, we are saved by grace. And that's exactly right. So anyway, all that to say that... Don't let this upset you to the degree that you are like not, you're losing sleep or you're getting mad, right? God tells us to pray for those who are in authority for a reason. And the reason is so that we can live peaceful lives. That's why. Um, God knows the truth in the end. It's going to come out. Bill Cosby, he got a little bit of his justice due to him. And in the end, whoever's lying, God will... God will expose it. Don't worry. It'll come out. You know, the liberal lying media, though, they're, they're, they, have their, um, they have their agenda and, uh, um, you know, and all that. So for, for what it's worth, that's my thoughts on that. So tomorrow is free for all Friday. And uh, maybe I hear there's rumors that uh, free for all Friday um that actually this vote may take place tomorrow. These guys, Democrats, are trying not to make pl take place, but I don't know if it will or not. If they're still covering it, we may cover it again. If not, we'll let you know what we think. That's right. Our nation needs our prayers daily. Our children need our prayers daily. Everybody needs prayer, and we need to stop talking about it. We need to do it. So with that said, let me pray for all you guys, and we'll pray this show out. And we'll pray for everything going there as well. Father, I just thank you for uh, your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for the medium of technology that allows this show to go out all over the world. Um, and Lord, thank you for your word that, that tells us how to live, even though we, we don't do it very well. And that's very true, actually. <laughs> we try, though. Uh, Lord, help us to, uh, you know, to not get upset about these things except the way that you see them and ask that you would um, put your head of, hedge of protection around Brett Kavanaugh and his wife, his family. Uh, Lord, that you would allow the truth to be seen and, Father, that you would move in the hearts of those people who actually have the power to vote about whether or not this vote goes forward, whether or not he's elected to the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Lord, you know everything. I believe that you put people in positions of power 
and if it's your will, this will happen. But Lord, we pray also for the accusers, for those who are victims, for all those who maybe have been bribed or, you know, or are they're caught in a snare. They, they wanted the money and so they decided to do it. Now they feel guilty. I don't know who they are, but you do. You know everything. And we just ask that you would work all these things out according to your will. And especially if they love you, Lord, we know that you will do that according to Romans 8. So we just lift this up to you, Father, and I ask that you bless each person in my audience uh, who's tuning in. Bless them, Lord, spiritually. I pray that you give them strength in their walk with you, that you would draw near to them as they draw near to you. And Father, that you would bless them in all their ways, whether it's their business, their home, their family, their health, their spiritual life, whatever I ask just for your blessing on all of them. And I commit them to you in Jesus' name. Amen.